My name is Hillary. I live in southern Vermont now. I've lived here for about two years. I'm going to tell you in this segment about stories of Vermont and as I see them. I moved here. It's been great. <laughs> Sometimes. And it's been a lot of adventures. Although I guess stories of Vermont might be similar to stories other places, but... These stories are unique to me, hey, because I haven't had them happen where I was previously from in New Hampshire. I've traveled around the world, and I'd like to share all my stories with you. Hope you listen. Why, hello. So this is my very first podcast. I'm going to do it all by myself this time. My name is Hillary. As, as I said in my pro- promo, well, I live in southern Vermont. and I've lived here now for about two years. Um, in this podcast, you're going to hear a couple of different stories. Uh, a few from when I was as a account services as representative at a local bank, a teller at another job, and also just stories about my life in general um, and how I can help best maybe give you some dose of reality. Sometimes I find myself so stuck with the Hollywood illusion and I'm so dumbstruck and awe by the fact that you think things are going to be one way And they end up being this long, elaborate thing. And you feel, I was never prepared for this. I don't know what to do. And you're stuck. And of course, eventually you snap out of it and you're like, oh, I gotta act. I gotta do stuff. But at the same time, you're stuck in that space and you don't know how to get out of it. Maybe some of these stories, you can offer me advice as well on how you think think I should go from here to there or so. I'll tell you one story of of my life. For the longest time, I'd planned my fiancé's 30th birthday. And I told him I never, ever wanted chickens. He's like, oh, come on, we get them, we'll be great. So mid-June, after his birthday, he's on a small excursion with his brother to go fishing. And his sister and I are wandering around town, and we find an old, withering tractor supply chicken coop. Now, nothing against tractor supply, but this chicken coop was just terrible. It looked like it was falling apart at the seams. And she and I wrestled it into the back of her mother's truck. And we pulled it on over to my house. Where we spent maybe four hours in the back. Covered in chicken poop. Putting screws in that that thing until we were happy with it. Now that was our starter chicken coop. Right after that, my fiancé bought... What we thought was 10 blue sapphire chickens. It wasn't 10. 
it was 12. So we bought these two, these 12 blue sapphire chickens. They were little chicks. They were, came through the mail. They were so cute. And they lived in a huge, extra large dog crate in the garage for a couple of months until they were finally ready and we put them out into the little dilapidated chicken coop that we had fixed up. And they lived out there for quite some time and then they started to lay eggs. <laughs> and my fiance had just finished building our bigger, like almost those porta potty size chicken coop. And they started to lay eggs and they did a really good job. And they did really well. Well, unfortunately, we lost a chicken. Don't know what happened. It just got egg-bound. So a couple more months went on and uh, we lost another chicken. Uh, and then another one and another one. We got down to eight of them. And we just looked at each other and said, you know what? We need more. So we went out of our way to go last dash minute right after Easter to Runnings in in Claremont, New Hampshire. And if they give us some money for that endorsement, I'll be happy. <laughs> and we bought up five black Osprey chickens. And after we bought them, we came home. Um, they lived in the garage for a couple of months until they got too big and they just were unmanageable. And now we're slowly trying to integrate them into the chicken and farm with the other ones. And it's been a rocky road. The blue osprey chicken that we have that is almost entirely gray, that's almost very light, light gray, almost a pure white. We call her the white chicken. <laughs> She's being an utter and terrible mean jerk. She's pecking at the poor little black chickens. She's going after them. She's pecking eggs. She's doing everything in her power to make it difficult for us. And the little blacky chickens are just like, oh my goodness, they just want to go and be a chicken. And But she just doesn't tolerate it. And... Now we've got them to the point of where they're assimilating, but they're still having a hard, hard time. And we're still losing one or two eggs because she isn't getting with the program. <laughs> but, you know, I think we're going to get there. I think she'll be fine and the other ones will be too. My fiancé and I, we drove to the local store the other day and they had chickens and he was like you know we're gonna get one and I'm like no we're not we have 13 we don't need any more we're stuck with this odd number there for a while we kind of just got placed there or we had another chicken die right after we bought the five and he's, I said you know what we're stuck we're stuck at 13 it's a magic number it's what wins I hope you guys like listening to my podcast. Tell me more if you want to hear more stories about Vermont. 
I've got plenty more chicken stories. I've got plenty of other animal stories as well. Oh, let me know. Oh, oh, this is Stories of Vermont signing off. <laughs>